That's the wrong title, which apparently hadn't worked, but hello and welcome to a brand new episode of A Matter of Opinion, where I will be discussing, we all love sports, but what sport do we call the most boring sport? Well, before I introduce my guest, can you please just make sure you do an amazing thing of like, sharing the stream, get it sharing on social media, subscribe, do exactly what the ticker says at the bottom, subscribe to the channel. I'm at 90 subscribers, it'd be great to get to 100 as soon as possible. Here's the actual title of the episode, and you might have just heard me say there that we're going to discuss, well, how can you guys get involved first of all? That's easy. You can comment down below and leave me your opinions on what you think is the most boring sport. But I do actually have two guests with me today that you may have seen advertised on my Twitter, and that is, first of all, the man I'm going to introduce to you. Now, his team might be second division, but he's definitely top of the division, and that is... The Burnley bruiser himself, Dan. Dan, how the devil are you, mate? How you doing? I'm stolen that off my next house and he's hating me for it. I can see him seeing How are you, mate? I'm all right. I'm good. As soon as I, as soon as I saw you and the guest wearing red, I thought, right, I'm going to have to find a red top. And unfortunately, I've had to pull out a York City shirt. So <laughs> it is what it well, is. Well, but thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. You deserve the, you deserve 100 plus. So obviously keep going and you'll, you'll be fine. But thanks again. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Uh, well, here's hoping. Let's see what we can do tonight. Just quickly, mate, where, where can everybody find you on your socials before I introduce uh, your father? Uh, yeah, they can. Uh, well, I've left his sack now, so I'm nowhere near there. You can't find me in there anymore. Um, but you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, uh, Facebook. You know, I'll probably mention two or three there at the same time. But yeah, um, at Turf Morehouse, and oh, that's all you've got to search for. Um, not just Burnley content, but obviously just general football content as well. So please do show us your support. We're on the road to 500. Brilliant, mate. Well, you'll smash that in no time. No, no, no hot snacks this time, though, if you reach it, is there? There's a, there is a potential challenge on the cards. Oh, well, there you go, people. That's the reason to check him out after this stream. So he was first in and he's going to be last on to the stream because you've got to let the apprentice go before the master. He, he's host of Leicester Till I Die. He's the chief commander. He calls himself the godfather on some of his posts. It is, of course, Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Chris, how are you, mate? PlayStation. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you can check that episode out if you follow the links to the channel to see what episode five is. I thought I had corrected that, but we are on episode six, which is what is the most boring sport? Chris... I suddenly so realised I'm now on. I'm now on. Who do you think you are? Because you've got. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, mate. Well, just like Dan got the opportunity, to, mate. Just tell everybody where they can find you after the show and shout out the show, mate. Uh, yeah, Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Please go over and give us a subscribe. Um, Facebook Leicester Till I Die. Twitter at Leicester TID, and we're now on Twitch LTID TV. I don't understand it, but we're on it. <laughs> That's the brilliant joys of it. And as you can see, we're all rare, rare and red, which is going to make some of you charge at us with anger here because if you haven't already seen by the title of today's episode, we're talking boring sports. Now, first of all, Dan, boring sports. We were talking about it backspace. What, what do you say actually makes a sport to be considered boring? There's a difference between boring and hating a sport, isn't there? So what, what what's it for you? What what would you say is? Yeah, there's there's a, a massive difference between obviously trying to describe what's boring in, when it comes to a sport, 
obviously there's certain sports that if you were to sit in front of the TV and be made to watch it at a mate's house, you'd be like, can, can we go and do something else? But yeah, if, if it was a case of you've you've gone out and you're playing it yourself, sometimes it's a bit different because you're taking part. Um, so there's different ways of looking at, you know, the mannerisms of how you define a boring game. And yeah, I'm sure we'll uh, come on to quite a few of them that for some we'll probably explain, as you say, that why it's boring. Um, is it because obviously if it's on the box, you wouldn't watch it, but if you were playing it, you'd enjoy it. it, it there's lots, as I say, it's, there'll be many differences of opinions and that's, that's why we're here. Oh, yeah, that's exactly why we're here. I mean, Chris, same question to you. What What is it that, you know, if, if you hear about a sport or someone starts talking about a particular sport to you, what is it about that sport that just makes you switch off? Or what makes sport so mundane sometimes? I think, I mean, the problem is that one person's boring sport is somebody else's favourite and most enjoyable sport. So it's difficult to sort of gauge it. It's, it's like, the, you know, this the age-old, you know, what makes a big football club? Um, for me, it's it's having the excitement of the thrill of you know a contest, if you like, you know. And I think yeah. I've grown up with my kids that have gone through the school where they tried to get you know football at school where it didn't matter who won, if it was a draw, it was a taking part. And you know, excuse my French, but is it bollocks? It's all about winning that sport, you know, it's to win it at the end of the day. Something about the you know, the Americans can't sort of grasp, but. <laughs> to me, you know, I, I could watch, for example, I could watch 2020 cricket quite happily. I couldn't watch a five-day test. I know I'm on, I'm, on, uh, I'm on sort of, you know, dodgy ground here with you, but... It, you Chris, know, is your just... girlfriend talking in the background? I heard her then. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, Dan. Dan, the standard is gone. The standard is gone. You're throwing him off. You see, this is why I, this is why I, you know, cut him out of my world and did nothing to do with him at all, you know. You tell my stepmom to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to drown him at birth, but as you can see, it didn't work. Uh, like Jesus. Yeah. The water left the pug. The water left the pug <laughs> him as well. But no, John Smith me, with me, the running bomb. <laughs> for me, it's the excitement of, you know, what's watching it. Like I say, I, I can't do five-day cricket. Um, so it's, it's got to be exciting to watch. Well, I don't know. I mean, any cricket fans out there, especially if you're England cricket fans, oh, you have seen how the way the last two tests ended against New Zealand, and at least that England side can win stuff. So maybe give the boring sports a go. Who knows? Because yeah. well, that, 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 two games in, in, in how many for um, England? I mean, I'm quite, normally you don't get to the fifth day with I, England, do I, we? I mean, like granted, if we won our first test in in, in, in like seventeen. You know, and then we won a second one back to back, but it's still more times than England have been hungry in the last like two true. weeks. So, you know, that's, that's that. don't mention that, don't mention that. But <laughs> I mean, it's you know, you mentioned something there, Chris, that was quite interesting, and, and you know, probably the pair of you as well, actually. And that is kind of sport you enjoy become boring. You know, I mean, for me personally, it's Formula One. I remember Damon Hill, Shaq Beal, Nerve, I was on the cusp of that genre. And, it might seem that it was a bit samey with the winners, but you always felt like you had a hectic race with Mickey Hackenden, Coulthard, Schumacher's, uh, Damon Hills and that. And I just feel like this new Formula One, I say new Formula One, it's not changed. It's, you still sit in a car going around the same circuits, uh, unless it's Russia, but we won't talk about Russia. Um, 
but it just feels mundane. It feels like there's no driver excellent needed. I know that's not strictly true, but it just feels like it's very much a case of Hamilton's going to win it or the other bloke from Red Bull or whatever's going to win it. There's no there's no two ways about it. You don't feel like you get an aggressive race. And can that happen, Chris? Do you think that can happen with sports that you originally oh, loved and become boring? I mean, I'm I'm with you. I mean, you know, Formula. I, I like Formula One, and I will watch Formula One. Uh, but you know, when, when the lead car is sort of you know two minutes ahead of the second place one, and it's always the same person, you know, time after time, it gets boring. But you get you know an odd race within that where the favourite gets you know crashes into the wall or something. Hopefully they're okay, and then the others are fighting it out, and it's like like with football. Is you know football is boring in England now because you know it's either going to be Man City or Liverpool, like with Scotland, you know it's going to be Rangers right. or Celtic. So that makes the whole thing boring, if you like. But individually, you know, I mean, I I, I support Hamilton and Russell basically because the British and I want British drivers to win in F1. So that's quite exciting because neither of them are actually just winning at the moment. So it's more exciting to see Hamilton trying to get up through the field or Russell trying to hold off. Players, but you know the actual race itself, if you like, and I think with that with the football, the league itself is boring, but the individual games aren't. I mean, yeah, I mean there is that. I mean, you say that about cricket, like you said, there's different formats to cricket, which yeah. make it more accessible, more enjoyable, because you know you're not going to be sitting there watching some side just go for a day and a half or it's three days. And yeah, I know, making them wonderful sound effect noises that I do. I mean, you know, 2020 cricket's going to be over in a few hours. And, and, and that's, you know, that's more enjoyable because they're just eating it and you're, you're having a laugh, they're playing music and they're enjoying it. So I, I, I do get that. But Dan, is, is it, you know, Chris just kind of put a defence out for Formula One there when I was going at it. And, I, you know, Chris already made the defence for cricket in a sense for me. You're the middleman in it. Is there a sport for you that maybe started off as fun and interesting and has got boring over time due to whatever reason? Um... I used to like chess at school. <laughs> I <suppose>. yeah. <laughs> um, no, for, for me, I, going back to the Formula One conversation again, I'm like you, Brad. For me, Formula One is I'll watch if I if I have to watch it, I will watch it knowing that there's only a couple of laps left and see what happens. You know, I I, I couldn't sit through a full forty laps having to or forty odd laps just thinking right. I've, I've got to watch them go around this time after time after time. I may as well just like play with a pinball machine or something and just keep watching where balls going. Mm. Um I just don't I don't come to I just just don't come to grips with it apart from as I say in the final few laps where it gets a little bit interesting. Cricket, um as I said to Chris the other day, I went to the, the Ashes when it were over in England um and we retained it. But again, that was only because it got called off after the third day or something like that. Um so it's it's a strange one, is cricket. There's, it's a lot more time-consuming. It's a, it's a bit like when VARs in football and you've got that painstaking wait. You know, there's a lot of waiting time and stuff for cricket. The only the only plus to cricket is you can take a beer in the stand. That's very that's probably, true. That's probably, that's probably yeah. it. But I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Would I would I sit there and watch it like like Chris says a full five tests? No, I, I'd, I'd I'd try and. If it looks like the the score's close and it could be won in the in you know on that test the next day or something, then I'd probably flick it on and see what's see what's happening. 
for yeah, they're, they're up there for me. Um, as I say, uh, I know we're going to mention golf, but I'm going to go a bit outside of the box. Oh, I'm going to say a sport like fishing. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that, and again, that can. Do you also feel that certain sports, and I'll, I'll continue this with with, with yourself, and, and I'll, I'll make my point as well, Dan. But do you feel like sometimes you have to catch, and I know that's ironic because you just mentioned fishing way, I mean, it's jokes. I mean, just quickly there, Yeti always got a comment saying, I agree with with something being boring if the same people win. That's why I don't watch or enjoy the German League. I mean, that's a good point. But do you feel like you have to catch it on a certain day? Because like you said with cricket, the test format it is five days and it depends what you enjoy. I mean, I hate seeing, you know, Australia, who are actually really good at cricket. If you know anything about cricket, you know, it's like Australia, India, England are actually the top sides in that. And I hate sitting there. It bores me hearing, oh, Australia's got a four. But I don't care. I don't care. I want us to get them out. I want to hear the sound or see the sound of wickets being taken. That's what I get the buzz from watching it. And when that stops happening, I can even switch off. Do you feel like sometimes it's how you're introduced to it? Because cricket was something I was introduced by my granddad. And I'm a, a fisherman. I don't do much fishing now because I don't have my equipment anymore. But fishing for me was something I was introduced to. And I caught. I caught a few small fish, but they were like this big to five-year-old me, you know, bigger than the screen. But, you know, they were they were just, it was moments. And can you have them moments? Because if, if say, for example, you took a little child to, to the England game that's just happened and showed them day, day one, they'd be going, Dad, this is boring. The other team are just doing so good and we're so rubbish, you know. But if you'd have took them to day five where Johnny Bairstow was whacking it around the ground, it's in fours and sixes, the kid's going to want to see more of it. Does that play a big impact in that, do you think? I'd say so. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, as you said there, you know, my first introduction to cricket were through um, primary school. I went we, um, in year six for a school trip. We went to watch England against Sri Lanka uh, at Old Trafford. And it were, it, it were good because, obviously, we got to meet some of the uh, players at the time. So we, I had a corky ball that was signed by like, Freddie Flintoff and stuff. Darren Goff and all these, you know, former England players as well. So for me, it was almost like, all oh, right, brilliant, because the whole day was sort of you've met these cricketers that half of the people in the stand aren't meeting. Um, so as a kid, I felt a bit of a buzz about it. Did I grow into following cricket from that day? No, but I will, as I say, I will, I, I would sort of zone into it as you say if there is stuff happening it is near a point where either one team could win it it's a it's it's a frustrating sport is cricket because you can either be in love you can fall in love with it and fall out of love with it as as quick as a flash really and it obviously it all depends on what's happening and what's being reported on it yeah. I mean, if I can just come on on that what you were saying then Brad about um, you know how you get introduced to it um I took. I had two sons. Oh, I've still got two sons. Sorry, Dan. Uh, I've got two sons that I like, and I, um, <laughs> and, I, and to introduce them to football, we lived in Burnley at the time, and yeah, it was it was the Chris Waddle years, if you like, as manager. Oh, of the Burnley nil. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and to take young kids to that game they and it was literally and this is no disrespect to Dan but it was not Burnley's greatest era you know you never saw a goal it was like oh you know they'd be climbing down under the chairs and along then annoying everybody and then I got actually got a job at Blackburn Rovers and I took them along to there because I got season tickets then 
and that was when they were sort of on the way down, and that was just as bad. Now, one son has stuck with it, and is still following football, and the other one just did not get into it at all. And I look back and I just wonder, well, you know, we weren't seeing the most exciting football. You know, if you go along in your first game's 3-3 three, three or something, it, it's a better than your first My game. Mine was Arsenal 3 all. <laughs> Well, okay, great. If it's the one I'm thinking, great game. Yeah, yeah. Man, man was a 2 1 win at Turf Moor against Barnet. No, not Barnet, Boston United. Well, mine was a 3 0 win against Red Star Belgrade, <laughs> pre season <laughs> friendly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, and it, I think, you know, I think it just didn't, it didn't excite him enough. Mm. You know, is, very... that your, is that your youngest one or your eldest? My youngest one is the one that's not. Well, what, that, what do you expect, Chris? You took the eldest one to Burnley, falls in love with football. You take the youngest one to Blackburn, and the flaming hates it. I can totally understand. I can totally understand. Both went to both, young Daniel. Yeah, but one had already it. fallen in love. One had already got the bug. Yeah, we didn't fall in love with Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could. Could you like staying with the point we've just made there? Could could you then also flip that and say that some sports that you get it's you know, you kind of get told, you know, when you're picking your favorite, you know, sports team or football team to follow, you you know, it's like, oh, you've got to follow these because they're really cool, they've got cool players. Do you maybe find that maybe you can have a sport that you thought was boring as a kid because everybody told you it was an old man's sport, like darts, for instance, or golf, and you get told, oh, you can't like that, that's well uncool. Is there something that maybe there's a sport like that that then flips it where you become older and you're a bit more mature? I, 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 you probably say it about crown green bowling because you don't start playing that until you're about 70, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you get into <laughs> And... You've got to look at some of these things. And only when Sky came along and they started taking all the, the big, the football, the cricket, the rugby, and then the BBC and ITV were left literally with crown green bowls and <laughs> sort of thing, which weren't televised at all. Um, I, th- I think it's, I think it can a lot of the time be what your, your parents and your peers are into. So yeah. my dad, my dad was into wrestling and this was the era of Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, and, and what have you, Mick McManus. I never, I watch it, but I never really got into it. My peers were into the football. And because you go and go and go, mm-hmm. and like, if your parents, like with my son, I took him to football, I took him, he was going to support football whether he wanted to or not, my first one. And <laughs> because I kept taking him, I suppose you kind of think, yeah, you get, you get into it. And it's something that you can share with either your, your parents or or your peers. No, yeah. that's true. That's true. Beginning right. of the season, I took all, I took all kids to um, Burnley Blackpool for the friendly. Oh, I got it. Have you told the NSPCC? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, they loved it. You know, they loved it and they enjoyed it. And like, obviously, I've got a 13-year-old son, stepson with autism and he doesn't understand it and I don't think he ever will. But... He mentions Burnley all the time. He says, oh, you're doing your podcast and stuff. And he's interested in what I'm doing regard- in regards to football. Um, my little girl's always like, Daddy, I'm wearing my Burnley shirt today because I, if, if I wear this, if I don't wear it, Burnley won't win. You know, they don't understand it properly, but she's try- they're trying to get involved. And that's what I enjoy about it as well. And it makes you feel proud as a parent. And I think that's another thing where they obviously, from for you, you're thinking, right, well, to them, it's not boring. It's just, going back to what I said, Brad, about fishing. I mean, yeah. you know, you said you've done fishing. I, I've, I've, I've not really done 
sort of river fishing or like I've 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 done mostly like sea fishing at like Russell Beach near in between Blackpool and Fleetwood and the thing is I've done it there and it's like midnight it's it's cold obviously the colder it is obviously there's more chance of catching cod because they're closer in and and the, the only reason I know this is because I just earwigged some bugger that stood at the side of me but for me you just for me, it just seems like one of those, like, right, I'm off fishing, love, and it's like, thank goodness for that, sit there, four cans, wait for end of my rod to go, ding, 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 and that's it. And you've got no bother by the missus while you're out. <laughs> I don't want to know why your rod's going ding, 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 mate. That's my whole story. Um, what sport are you playing? <laughs> that's included. I don't think I, about it's that. not. It's not included in the rule book. Last I checked. Um, just quickly want to say uh, big up to Yeti Boy and everybody that's joined in the stream. Me he says here was that the game where there was a couple of goals in injury time? You talked about mine. Yes, it was. It was the one where Burkamp finished the hat trick, and then like ninety-seven minutes into it, um, Walsh fanatically headed it into the. Um, into the net past David Seaman and uh, and yeah that was the game that I was on about but I mean we we talked about this a little bit backstage didn't we Dan where is this it, it's very hard to categorise the sport really fully into the boring category and again I say that because there's a big difference between boring and hating a sport I don't really think there's a sport out there that I can see think that I hate I might hate playing it but I could probably maybe sit there and watch someone else play it you know, as weird as it sounds, especially with today's generation, kids are kids that are watching other people play online games through their online tablets. But, you know, um, it's just one of them things where um, can, can you actually like aspects of a sport that you find boring? Because I can't sit there and watch the Masters of Golf. I can't sit there and, and go out there on the courts and play it. But if you gave me a, a console and said, yeah, let's have a, a, a knock around. 18 holes on a PlayStation or an Xbox, I could do it. So is is is, is it worth not just rolling a sport out and potential to open up for a sport? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's similar with snooker and pool, isn't it? I mean, it comes up on the TV. People can't sit there and watch it. But yet, first thing you do about two or three parts deep in a pub is, you know, anyone fancy a game at pool table? And then it ends up because all your mates there, quick game of doubles and... You know, yeah. you end up getting into you end up getting into it all, and the thing is, it, it's there's so many different aspects. And say so you can go from being in a pub playing it, sitting at home watching it. Although sometimes I just watch it hoping that it'll make me any better, but it doesn't. I'm still shy. But um, well, you said them words, mate. I didn't put them words in my mouth. Send that PayPal money over for you to say it either, did I? <laughs> but but there is it, there is so much ways of looking at it as you say playing it on the playstation brilliant you're having fun with it you know because you, you can just create i think there's other elements when you're playing it on a console as well because obviously you're you can maybe create your own character sort of thing that adds that extra element to it of doing it yeah um where as you say if you're watching it now like it's just showing an advert on sky sports for the uh one day game for the netherlands england cricket and i'm just like all right What's what's it for? Like, what what's the point of it? Yeah, I mean, Chris, back in your day, obviously you was playing rounders with dinosaurs and cavemen. So obviously we didn't have games consoles. Pat, when you was was playing, but was there that aspect for you? Is there a sport that you can go come watch it? But if I was at the pub, I could maybe chuck a few sets of darts or you know something like that, snoop or anything like that. Is there yeah, a sport um, out there that 
Yeah, who can watch Scottish football? It, it's the most boring thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah, especially when you're not making major tournaments. Yeah, well, when did they last <laughs> make a major tournament? You know, Delamitri, what was it? What was it? Yeah. Don't come home too soon. Or I mean, Yeti Boy and Niall are having a discussion of arguments in the in the comments, and I think Niall's somehow still still losing that, and this Scottish team probably didn't think, lose. Uh, my, my comment hasn't come up, to be honest with you. Hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Ban yeah. Chris's comment. Where's that ban Chris's No, it's not, on, it's not in the chat that I can see. <laughs> you know. Uh, I just asking if now I was looking forward to the World Cup. Well, you know, it's got yeah, he's got to put the bins out for the English lads on, uh, yes, on, on yeah. in November. Yeah. November. Sorry, no, Chris, yeah. as you were. There's a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, I, I can go to a pub and I used to play darts, not to any decent standard whatsoever. If I hit the board, I was lucky. But when you're down the pub with a few drinks, it's it's one thing. But watching it on TV, oh, you know, no, it's not it's not for me, you know. And I think there's there's, there's quite a few you know sports that are, are like that. And I think the thing with the PlayStation is as well, it's not the same as playing it, is it? You know, because yeah. you you can. I can remember very very often on Football Manager, I used to start, save it at the end of every game. So if I lost a game. <laughs> it went on near relegation. I'd forget that and go and play it again. Um, so, but yeah, <laughs> I, and it, I can say it's very playing it and not enjoying it is different to watching it and not enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, again, football manager that's brought back some memories. I mean, take, taking taking Bournemouth with the likes of bloody Loftus Cheek in the midfield to a Champions League final is not as easy as it is in real life. Maybe, yeah, real life might be a bit harder. I don't think you can win many Champions Leagues with uh, with the pair and I had up front. I'd absolutely <laughs> far from remember it, but I, I, I do take your point on board. I mean, you know, if. If we was to advocate a sport for, you know, the award of more most boring sport goes to, because that is the title of the show. I know I haven't put it up as much as I'd maybe like for people to understand why we're talking so randomly. There it is for everybody who's just tuned in. Thank you, anybody who's tuned in. Do drop a like and subscribe to the channel. Get me to 100 subscribers. But I'll start with you, Dan. Um, what is that then boring sport for you, like? Even the most positive and upmarketing thing about it, still you find it boring. But what, where are you resting your cap on 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 the award? Where, where's your boat going for it? It's it's you a tough one because as as you say, if you if you've got to try and find a sport where you don't like playing it or some sort of aspect of it, it's it's very difficult to narrow it down. Um, I suppose I know it sounds silly, but probably probably golf. It's all well and good. Like I, I'd love. Don't get me wrong. I've been to driving range a few times, and it's good. It's, it's a good stress release, really. Just slogging balls with a driver for for ages. But the actual sport of golf itself, you, you know, the I don't get all the the mechanisms of how it works, and you know, there's three or four people stood round you. I always think how many how many times do like why don't fans get it in the head off as much? Like it, it, it's horrible. Uh, you know, there's more fans that are sat there playing on their phones when teams are training in football and a ball goes over and someone gets a tonking under nose or somewhere than it does with a, a golf ball. But um, yeah, I'd have to say golf's up there. It's not something I can sit and watch. 
it's uh, although take me to a driving range and I'll slog some balls for six. But well, that's about it. Slog some balls for six. You're getting cricket and golf confused there, mate. You, you, you're well, all about looking yarded. Not 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 really driving it over the boundary for six. You know, we're not we're not. Well, I sod it. Sod it. See, that's how boring it is, Dan, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's how boring it is. I don't, I don't even understand its terminology. <laughs> Chris, same, it's, same it's on par. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's give that a minute, folks. Just sorry to all you, all of you that are still listening after that one. You know what? Yeah, Chris, it deserves it. You'll have to send me one of them in the post, mate. So don't be all more down. It's still after the case. Chris, that one for you, mate. It, it's, it depends what you call a sport. I mean, I, I, I Googled before the 30 most, 30 most, well, it came up with the 30 most boring sports in the world and you know you've got drafts on there but i mean is drafts a sport um i suppose only you're competing against someone else it's a sport I, I, I guess it does fall into that category is is chess you know chess i if it's a county knows then i go 100 percent for chess because a i don't understand it i kind of know what they do but i don't get it at all and to sit there and you, you know, in, in the past, you can still get them on YouTube. When you saw the you know, the world chess champions, it was a Russian versus an American, and they'd be doing that and then pressing the button and doing that again and pressing the button. It's like that. Nah. But for me, I was thinking golf, but I quite like a bit of the old Ryder Cup. You know, and there's a bit of niggle between them, um, and a bit of you know, and the crowd are getting behind it. But I've really got to go for American football. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow, American no. football. Batman. I was torn between that and fastest to solve a Rubik's cube. <laughs> well, well, I've ruled that out. The, the, the I, just, I just, you know, we, we, we were, and I'm worried that football's going this way with VAR. But it's stop, start, stop, start. Oh, we've got we've got a free kick or whatever they call it. So we'll bring a we'll bring a somebody on that just kicks. Yeah. And when he's kicked it, he can go off. It's it's, it's catch. It's catch with men in silly uniforms. So that's all they do. They throw the ball. I mean, you you have as much fun with the dog. You throw it, stick it, <laughs> no. it gets it, and brings it back. You know, that's all they do. Some of these don't do it though. Some of these <laughs> don't do that. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you another one that's quite bad as well. Ice hockey. Oh, I quite like ice hockey. I've never, know, right. to, I've never watched it. To be fair, I, I, I just in my mind, I sort of think if you're sat there watching somebody knocking this puck around, it's going to be like trying to catch a fly in your house. You know, you're not. You're barely going to see this puck going around, yeah. Yeah. and it's yeah. just literally like, "Wet shit, flower there a minute ago. Where the bugger, bloody hell's it gone?" Yeah. <laughs> but... so, so, with, with, with ice hockey, sometimes the game breaks out in between the fights. Uh, <laughs> well, that's always, that's always nice. So, some 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 law-abiding citizen brings them back to remembering what it is <laughs> they're supposed the other, to be doing. The other one, and I was torn between these two: American football, and we discussed this the other day, Brad. Dressage. Oh yeah, well that just seems like very a pointless one. Yeah, I could get behind that that one. Yeah, I, mean, I know you don't like the Olympics at all, Dan. But uh... no, Olympics. I, I I said that to you, didn't I? I said yeah. Olympics for me, just as a general consensus. I just think, yeah, what what's the point? It's very, it is very difficult because you know, and I, I looked down this, you know, list of all these thirty ones that we said, Brad. And like we said, like. Formula One, you can put up a really big argument for that being boring. 
compared to how it used to be. But sometimes if you say, if you go past the whoever's in front and look at the battle of the second or third, it can be exciting. So I think a lot of them, you know, golf, like we've said, it's, I like the Ryder Cup, but I will not watch the British Open. Um, cricket, I like the, you know, the 2020 version. I don't like so much the five-day version. I know that's because I'm an England fan and it very, very rarely gets to, to, to five days. <laughs> But the classic one, I've got to read this one out. The classic one, it's only the fact that I do enjoy playing this when I'm down the beach. Ultimate Frisbee. Now, oh, don't sorry, knock it. Man. Do not knock it because my my other son that wasn't into football at uh, Sussex University down in Brighton, he got into an Ultimate Frisbee team. <laughs> wow. Not, not the greatest spectator sport in the world. I'm not going to lie. Um, but um, yeah, you got to you got to enjoy a throw of the frisbee when you're down the beach. Yeah, because you don't, yes, because you don't do. get arrested for it, of course. In fact, I might I might have to investigate that when I go down to Cornwall in, in July. Yes. I to that. You see me <laughs> streaming on the beach with some ultimate frisbee. You know what we're discussing on this channel? But recommended recommendations of ultimate yes. frisbee. Get it in, get it into the Olympics. That's what I say. Oh God! What, I what about these other sports that you don't see that you only see in certain areas? What's that? I, I can't remember whereabouts it is, but there's that one where they roll a cheese down a hill, and people chase well, it. Cheese rolling, mate. That's that's everywhere. That is, that's, yeah, cheese rolling. It's that's, not that's a sport. A bit, that's it's exciting. Just, yeah, it's funny it. when you see someone's leg just go from like running to like, <laughs> and they're still yeah. just rolling down this hill. <laughs> yeah. Now this is I, I'm, I, this is where I sound very very sad. But I was actually watching the program about that. <laughs> and there was one person, one girl, that she won it for about five years on the trot. She was like the man. She's on a roll there, isn't she? Yeah. I'm sorry, Brad. I'm sorry. That was cheesy. That. Oh, 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 oh no, no. What? No, see, I've, I, 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 that. Come back, people. Come back. I'll, I'll, I'll kick down out the show. Just please don't leave. <laughs> people say I tell the bad jokes. I, think I know. Right? At least, you, at least you've got, got the bottle. bottle. You just created one, Chris. <laughs> you just created a bad joke. Yeah. At least <laughs> you've got the buzz to sort it out, make it. It make, yeah. makes it sound, you know, more enjoyable. But, you know, Street so... <laughs> if, if, if you could give a top three you know, top three sports that other people would say are boring, but you would recommend to give a shot to, give a shot to that maybe it's something that they didn't like because it wasn't popular as a child and maybe it's got a new format to it, like we discussed. I mean, it's not new, new, but it's definitely advertised more. For me, it'd be cricket. You know, I'd be talking about giving the IPL a chance, watch the 100, give Test Cricket another chance, you know, Get your understanding, enjoy the game, and, and, and maybe give it a new lease of life. It, 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 Dan, if you could think of a sport that traditionally most people would find boring, say, hold on a minute, maybe it was boring back then, but if you want to maybe dive in there and give something another go and give it a fair assumption, what, what sport would it be that you, you'd advocate that for? This is going to sound <laughs> silly. <laughs> Naked gravy wrestling. Um, oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. No, you know what? I'm going to say, say non-league football. And I'm only going to say non-league football because people... Well, be there soon. <laughs> oh, oh. 
The thing is, I thought I'm wearing this York City shirt. I thought, you know what? Non-league football. Because the thing is, it's everything football was. It's everything football was about. There's none of these bullshit rules. There's none of this, you know, peeing about with VAR. People are still kicking lumps out of each other. The pitch quality is not great. It's all like it used to be, the game that we loved. And there's teams down there that don't receive that support. And there's a lot of people that want to, that are fed up with all the shit in the top divisions now. They've had enough. Uh, <laughs> a lot of... What a tosser. Uh, yeah, always <laughs> one in a group of three, and we've left him out this time, so we brought Chris in for it. How are you doing, Anthony? Thanks for joining in. And just to quickly answer your question, sorry, sorry, Dan, because he popped up. Uh, St. Ives, mate, gorgeous. I recommend it anywhere. Oh, and while you're it. here, she's, you've got questions to answer for when you finish the stream, mate. Your Vraff is asking there, is that what happened to your leg, Daniel? Where were you running down a hill after some cheese? Is that where you've been hiding the snacks, mate, from the rest of your household? Are you just running down a hill and throwing it down there? Since for the question, you got I, answer it, mate. I, I'm That's just it. surprised that he calls it a leg. I know, right? I'm Jake. The leg <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad she. I'm glad she said running down the hill. Um, she obviously knows me. I won't be running up it. I'm a right lazy sod, so <laughs> running down it's not too bad. Big up Static, he does give us a well, quick Static. everybody. And, oh, Anthony, right. How do you, how, Chris, you told me to say it. How do you block and mute somebody for this? Horrendous comment on one of my guests. Absolutely, I'm blasting that. Burnley for him is really boring, says Anthony. You, you make him a mob. Oh, Anthony, you, you make him a Blasphemy. Blasphemy, that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to necessarily agree with Brad's. Uh, with Dan Sport, but I totally agree with what he says about it. Because when I came oh. down here to Paul, a lot of people in this area support Bournemouth because it's the nearest. And yeah. I couldn't support Bournemouth because I I support Leicester. So to me it was like having an affair. But a lot of a lot of fans, like one of my mates down here, he supports Arsenal and Bournemouth. And when Bournemouth got into the Premier League, of course he said, you know, he said that that should never have happened. But I used to go along and watch Paul Town. And it, yeah, you'd be stood behind the net, and the guy next to you is effing and blinding, and you you discover it's the owner. <laughs> He's there with you <laughs> and the goal. It is proper football. I, I totally agree with you there, Dan. Totally agree with you. Yeah, and he's a great advocate. We do find that we lose ourselves, you know, in forgetting where grassroots football starts. It's where we all probably followed, and you know. Chris, we've probably been a little bit more blessed. I know we had that year in League One, but sometimes you kind of not showing that fact of the rough and tumble of the football and the true heart and spirit of it. I mean, I used to go to Hinkley United, and people won't know where that is. And if you do, fair play to you, you must be one of the only three people that ever lived there. But Leicester used to have a connection with Hinkley. They used to have a friendly uh, there every season. And my granddad used to take me, and it was so funny to go and watch them games and realise that, oh, football does exist outside the Premier League, you know, and it's. It is something I can understand why people would say, I don't understand how you could think just because it's off that level, it's just, it's more boring. Static, yeah, he, don't ask. The police are on the way. I can't tell you where Brad really is. I am his twin, but I'm the better looking one. So that's that's how that goes. It's a bloody um, good mask you've got there, I'll tell you. I know, right? It's, synthetic. <laughs> it's almost like I cut it off and stay put it on myself. This is yeah. not a crime show. This isn't real. But, no, Brad, shut up. Brad, shut up. Anyway, yeah, it's my favourite place as well, Anthony. Well, Just getting involved there. Your wrath is back again, Daniel, saying 
can't imagine cheese running up a hill unless your cheesy self were trying to run up it. Even Kate's That's getting what involved. I said. That's what I said. She's just copying me. Uh, Got to her own original content. Now, now I only I only briefly mentioned it, but I I, I may have stitched you up here, mate. And I do apologise for the school holidays out because your other half agrees with me and, and Anthony. Saint Ives is gorgeous, like being abroad. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, because that's expensive. It's not the easiest, cheapest place to go. But yeah, I would. Oh, trust me, we've been a few times. My mum, my mum lived in Penzance for a good couple of, for a, two year, and she never to be fair. Me. <laughs> yeah, the police put her there under witness protection. <laughs> but yeah, she lived in Penzance for two years. So every time we went down there, we'd we'd go to St. Ives because what a what a place, stunning. It is honestly. I can't wait to get down there. In fact, that that that's that's where I got back into fishing. That's where my first experience with sea fishing was. I got to see my granddad actually play cricket. So then bad sports that people. I I, I would say St Ives is absolutely lovely as well. Only because I don't want everybody coming down to pool. It's one thing talking to them online, but bloody I don't want them all turning up on my doorstep. Horrible place, Paul. <laughs> St Ives is a lot nicer. <laughs> Uh, so I kind of coming to the end of things here. I don't need Daniel's going to send I'm the one who drives. She's leaving you, mate. She's leaving you for a week. She's getting herself. Up. I'm not there when she is, right? And and all the witnesses I've got will prove that. <laughs> there, see, <laughs> look at look at Chris's face. Now I'm going to fight. We know I mean, you're lying, lying, Brad. We know I, you're lying. I know. Sorry, Dan, but you were, uh, you know, we're not getting involved. It's not a family affair, <laughs> on me. It's all right. Don't worry, mate. Um, Should I, if I just quickly give my one that I would recommend people? Yes, yeah, sorry, mate. I got completely yeah. lost in the comments, mate. I'm yeah, so, no. do apologise. I know this is an advert for the St. Ives Tourist Board, but <laughs> no, no, I should have called that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> St. Ives, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> it's a place to be. Um, for me, it would be snooker because I think oh, you yeah. can you can watch sometimes if you get the wrong game. And again, I mean, you know, you can watch. I, I like watching the highlights on YouTube of past games. I used to love it in the Steve Davis and, and Hendry and those sort of uh, era. And unless you have actually stayed up and watched that match between Steve Davis and Dennis Taylor oh, until well, two in yeah. the morning, and it went down to the final ball, it would never happen before, and it's never happened since the final ball of the final game for the World Championship, and they could not pot it. For absolutely loving the money, oh, yeah, you know. yeah. And they do a rerun of that, uh, and they're wearing wigs and all silly stuff, and it's really funny because they managed to pot it when they tried not to. But it can be exciting, and I accept sometimes if you used to get, um, I say, like a, a Willie Thorne rest in peace because he's no longer with us, versus a, a Cliff Thorburn or something like that, it could go on and on. And yes, it can be boring, safety shot after safety shot, but. If you just watch the highlights, just just give these give it a go because it can be really really enjoyable to watch. If, you know if it's if, it, if it's tight. <laughs> Kate's just joined in there, and that was a great point you made there, Chris. So I was just trying to read that. A matter of opinion, best destination for a UK staycation. Everyone sent eyes end of show. Well, I would love to do that, but like you just said there, Kate, it'd be about three seconds of me going sent eyes. Yeah, okay, off I go, and that would be the end of my stream and. Unfortunately, for the joys of YouTube and to 
to, to, to help pull in and enjoy and get subscribers on this. I, I need more than three seconds of talking. Maybe I just do a, a show dedicated to St. Ives. It sounds like all the viewers really want that. <laughs> I, think, I think you should actually do do one. You should do a Luca and go, oh, yeah. and go and do a, days away and do one live from St. Ives. Oh well, maybe in a house like this. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the beaches of St. Ives. Can you guess which one? Who would go here for a holiday? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. You've just sold it to them all, and then you told them that Anthony's been the world-renowned Anthony Herbert has been to St. Ives. Yeah, don't worry, Anthony. If you put any St. Ives is hit with a recession. Anything got lost going to Southampton? But, I mean, we've talked about some sports that others find boring. You know, again, darts has been mentioned, what we can play but not watch. But out of out of them um, out of them sports that have been mentioned today, what's it might sound weird because it all obviously depends on the on on, on how much interest you're showing in it. But you know, I said Formula One was something I was interested in, and now I'm not I'm boring. Who is your favourite person to make a professional to watch play a sport that you maybe don't like, but you go, like you said, Chris, if the right person's playing it, you maybe give it a, ch- a cheeky watch 10, 15 minutes and go, you know, most people don't like tennis, but they might see Nadal playing Federer and go, oh, I want a bit of that, because even I know that's exciting. No, I don't like yeah. tennis, and they'll watch that game and bugger off. You know, don't, it, is there a sport out there, and, and what sport is it, and what, what person or what team was it that would make you watch it? I'd say I think everyone's got sort of like that go-to person in each sport. You've probably got, you know, your Tyson Fury in boxing. You've got, you know, um, in darts, you've probably got Michael Van Gerwen or, you know, one of the bigger names. Yeah. Um, the only people, I think golf's gone, as I say, golf's gone down the, the shit pan a little bit because obviously there's no Tiger Woods now. The, the Our era was, as you say, it was Tiger Woods coming through and, you know, it, it, with all this trouble, sort of every, everybody sort of fell off with golf. But I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't really narrow a, a sport down to loving it due to one person. Um, apart from, as I say, the only reason I watch, like I'll watch boxing no matter what it is, if it's Anthony Joshua or whatever. Um, but I'm more interested if it is Tyson Fury, which is going to be difficult. Mm. So yeah, I could. I couldn't really narrow it down. I really couldn't. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a sport we haven't mentioned, funnily enough, rugby. Oh, that was actually on my list of a sport I just cannot get interested in. That's interesting. Rugby league, rugby union, I don't know the fucking difference. And I'm going to swear because I'm the host and I can, get, I can get told off for it and you guys won't. But I don't get it. You're chucking it backwards, but you've got to go forwards with it. But then you can't do this, but you can do this. But if one place in the... Somebody try and explain egg chasing to me gone aggressive because that's what it is. I'll just put some comments on football, but properly. (laughs) They're not not just playing catch, they don't just get the ball. They're like these city Americans get the ball and they got run over a line and it's a try or whatever they call it over there. A touchdown. How can it be a touchdown? They just have to to catch it. Yeah, rugby at least they've got to make the effort to land with it. You know, Kate, said, Kate said to me, Chris. Kate said to me when I when I when we first got together, she said, uh, "You've got like a rugby player physique, like a rugby player build." And I was like, "Oh, I'll take that." You know, good yeah, upper body yeah, strength and things like that. And then about 
a year or two into relationship and she said, you look like a retired rugby player, one that's been retired for a good couple of years. I like your cow. <laughs> to, to be fair, you do look like someone who's snuck across the border of New Zealand and stood in the team with the tryout session, just going like, ah, to try and scare them. Maybe that's yeah, what I've they gone, I've, gone from a, I've gone from a scrum to scum. That's what I've gone yeah. from. <laughs> that was Brad's impersonation of the Australian goalkeeper for the playoffs. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yes, I saw him. That was brilliant. Big shout out to Gemma. She's um, she's actually, sorry to embarrass her on YouTube, but she's agreed to, to marry me cousin. Uh, she's brilliant. She's a she's a singer. Do If you follow me on Facebook, you've probably seen me sharing her stuff. Go check out some of the stuff. If you want to go and see entertainment and you're in St. Ives, you know, she, she does shows in Newquay. She does shows in, in, in um, St. Ives and all around the area. She is adamant. It sounds like, to honest with you, we could stop talking. I could put comments up because everybody's booking their own holidays to St. Ives. Dan, you want to check your joint <laughs> bank account that you've got because everybody's saying that. <laughs> there is a shout-out about uh, going to Southampton and the Isle of Wight and her. Uh, big up to Auris Talk Sport. Uh, there's another three... Up Oh, no, we actually have a sporting point here. I used to think football was boring until I got the feel for it when I started going on games. Mean first game was a friendly <laughs> and getting chairs thrown at us by German fans didn't throw me off. So To be fair, well, Brad, I, I'll, I'll explain that. I'll explain that. So Kate's, Kate's never been that big of a football fan and she's only just starting to come to grips with it since we got together. Um, and the first game I took her on was, uh, it was... Burnley against uh, what, oh, what were they called? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so they, were play, they were playing this um, they were playing this German team anyway, and she's like, "Oh my god, an English side against a German side." I went, "Yeah, stop worrying." I said, "There's nothing, nothing wrong with it." Um, I said, "Buddy, Man United play Bayern Munich or Man City play Bayern Munich in these cup competitions and stuff. You've got no reason to worry." All right, okay, then not a problem. So we goes to the game. First half going all right. And then towards the last stages of the first half, there's a bit of crowd trouble. We're thinking, what's going on? And their fans are ripping up seats, throwing it into the Burnley end. And then Burnley fans are ripping up seats and throwing them back. The match got abandoned at half-time. And they actually let the, the Burnley fans out of the stadium before they let them out. And they were police escorts for them all the way back to the train station for where they had to, to leave. They all had to get on the train no matter how they came. And um, they were bashing on the doors of pubs, putting stuff through windows. They, it were horrible, absolutely horrible. But it's nice because it sort of makes her realise, right, now you've seen the shit, um, you know, oh, I'll take that. Nice little compliment there. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it was, it's nice to sort of, she, she's seen the shit. Now she she sort of can deal with what's what's left to come, but... She's she's still got all the uh, all those other emotions that football fans are yet to that we've already experienced. She absolutely loves Nick Port, and yet um, she obviously if he if he leaves, she's yet to feel that you know when you've got an affection for a player and then they leave your club and it just kills well, you. You're telling she's me yet to experience that. It's going to be like that. Uh, I, I just want to say quickly, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm not sure if you're still here, Static, but thank you so much for joining. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, everybody, in the comments. My good friend, Gemma, that nobody probably knows, she's there awkwardly now going, thanks a lot, Brad. Thanks for just signing <laughs> out everything. And obviously, as always, thanks to your of wonderful offer for getting 
involve Chris, you've been sat there commenting because I asked Dan a question and then he, he, he answered it that well that I forgot my question. So if you could maybe pick back up and just talk about boring sport, that would be brilliant because you've been sat there <laughs> with Danny was... the, uh, the, the show and I think Nothing. it was um, who won the FA Cup in nineteen fourteen. It was that long ago. No joking apart. It was it was who got you into a sport that you may not have otherwise liked. I think. Um, yeah. For me, and I'm going to go back to snooker. Is that I'd never you play. You know, you paid Paul down the uh, um, down the pub, and then you'd maybe move on to a snooker club because it was open late and what have you. Uh, but then you get onto the telly and you'd see um, Alex Higgins. And, you know, you've just watched a game between, like I say, Cliff Thorburn and, and you know, uh, Willie Thornwell when it went on for hours. And you see um, Alex Higgins and Jimmy White is another one come to the table. And it's like, wow, you know, a shot that you, you yourself would take five minutes deciding. They just updo it. And it was... it. They, it was those two that got me into enjoying snooker. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I agree with you again on snooker. I, I kind of, I had, to, I was more the Stephen Hendry. Watching him yeah. play was phenomenal. He, he just, you, you're almost glad you, you liked watching him play because if you didn't like him and he plays, you go, like, well, Marvelous lost in it. And that can also be a, a fact with sport. When, when you said we were talking about it throughout the show Liverpool Man City well Man City yeah. more predominantly but they're the two sides currently dominating football Ronnie O'Sullivan and maybe Selby you know the jester from Leicester throw that out there another successful Leicester um, maybe dominating the snooker a bit much and you know that's that's probably the biggest things is there a way we can fix that is there a way of sports fixing it I know obviously in football you say chuck more money at it but is is there more way I mean are we getting too adverse into a you know we we joked about it earlier, but you know the youth of today prefer to sit. What they would rather watch, and I, you know, I, you know my opinions on watching. So there's no dispersion to it. But people would rather watch you watch the game that they want to watch. Is there a way that can make it more interactive? That, 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 that maybe the new generation makes these games more playable and makes them more appealing. Because I was from an era where golf was for old fogies, and it still hasn't changed my opinion. But cricket was for old fogies, but because. My nan and granddad had me on the weekends and I used to watch the England cricket with my granddad every week and I got absorbed and obsessed with it the more he put it on and the more I saw it. Is there a way we have to reapproach it to maybe stop this tag of it's a boring sport? Uh, Chris? Absolutely. Sorry. Absolutely. I, I, you may obviously make it more, um, you know, I can't think of the word now, but get, get the fans involved more, more interactive. But then again, how how can you do that? You know, you, oh. you can't do that with a horse race, you know, or, or anything like that. It, it's it's. I think, and the Americans do get this right. Is that you know you, you could put oil on the racetracks, so I couldn't you? <laughs> yes, yeah, go stand in front of that that Formula One car for me, love. <laughs> no, it's not dangerous. Don't worry. Uh, but it it's what is going on around it. You know, I mean. You go to a football match. You meet your friend. You have a drink before. You get in there. You stand in the um, you know in the ground. You have a drink. You go out and, and find your seat. Half time comes. You go down. Have a wee. Get a hot dog or whatever. Come back. I mean, there's nothing around it. You know the Americans. They've got this razzmatazz. You know. I mean, you look at um, uh, the you know Super Bowl in America. 
there, you know, you get, at least you get a bit of a, you know, Janet Jackson's left nipple. Here we get some old bird singing Abide With Me. <laughs> and Scott's got, I mean... The thing is as well, though, Chris, I, I'm, I'm with you, I agree, because you see outside, people in America, they've got back of their car open and they're cooking food out the back of it and they're selling it on to people and it's just it seems like a full like a family affair it's not just a down to the the club that's having to make money from it and i'm not saying it's all about money but no i think they involved though, them. i mean i don't know you've probably seen this brad it's obviously with this fan village they're thinking of building if they get finally get permission from the council they're trying to get it that way and, and yeah. make more <laughs> yeah that's the first time. That's the first time I've ever heard somebody laugh at somebody saying Janet Jackson's left nipple. And trust me, <laughs> this girl's sense of humour is the same as mine. So maybe I need to improve my sense of humour. Yeah, all know, I can maybe. say is, if you've seen the right one, the left one is the better one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. um, don't ask me how I know that. No, um, but yeah, we, we're, they're going to sort of build all those new, you know, that fan village, aren't they, Brad? And yeah, try they and are. make it more fan active, you know. And they, they do have, you know, you, you're around Leicester and they've got, you know, things for kids to shoot balls at and what have you. And that's it, you just need to make it more more interesting because football, yeah, I mean, as, a, as a sport, for example, and I can only, I'm only using football because that's the one I go to, and what have you, it hasn't really changed as a oh, there we go, just as a Keep speaking. Sorry? Huh? Keep speaking. He's muted himself because the clock's going ten to a dozen. <laughs> oh, welcome back, clock. We've missed you. <laughs> We've missed you. Um, that, I, say, I use football because I say that's the sport I go to, the sport I watch. Uh, and like I say, if you, when I started, which was in the 70s, when we had the crowd violence, the actual thing of going to watch a football match is exactly the same now as it was then. There's no... It, it hasn't moved on at all. Yes, we've got seats instead of standing. That might be changed. We've got rid of the pens and all those. But the actual event of going to a football match, it's, it's actually quite boring, apart from the 90 minutes the players are on the pitch. Yes, yeah, you want to make it intimidating. You want to make it intimidating. I remember one of the things that Alan Pearce said when he first joined, and he said he wants to make it more of a fan a fan-engaged experience. Yeah. He was saying about how where the big test goes is in middle at town centre, about making from there or from the train station up on top, up on Manchester Road, sort of just having Burnley banners hanging off like the lampposts. And so it's sort of, and as you get closer to the ground, there's like speakers near the ground outside the pub. So the music playing inside the stadiums, playing outside. And it's sort of, you know, there's a bit of an atmosphere going. I mentioned before in a stadium sort of thing when it were asking about improvements, I was saying if you look outside of Stamford Bridge, just something like just the little those little moments of having pictures of former players with their stats on the wall, because it, it may cost peanuts, but yet fans are gonna want to stand next to it and have a picture, you know, young kids. And it's just little things like that that can improve the fan experience. Them even. But um, yeah, I agree with what Kate said earlier about it does, uh, to be fair, it should be brought into schools. I think yeah, I'm just about to say that. Because, uh, again, again, it, it's one of them where, in, you know, in most schools now, it's it's diverse nationalities. 
and you know trying to get them into into sports and things like that you've got to you've got to show them some sort of intent uh, incentive so um yeah yeah that's a brilliant comment there by kate as we're talking about you know we'll go firstly you know it was kate that brought school things but as Gemma says here, and we've just brought that up and we've kind of touched on it throughout the day, a very lazy generation, a generation that's been sitting down. And just as you mentioned, getting introduced and being out there, we're sat here on our arses talking about getting out. Kids should be playing more, more sports. And as we can see here, you know, and yet here are the two people, you know, the few people that are viewing this uh, 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 discussing amongst themselves are saying we're sat here on our phones watching these guys talk on YouTube and again more backed up the irony no yeah. fairness I'm a decorator which she is and definitely get my <laughs> fit of exercise well as long as you're balancing it out Gemma that's exactly what matters but just going to round it up guys with a quick fire and again thank you everybody who's paid who's we've been on the show even if it was for three seconds or a couple of minutes or a stay for a duration your views have been brilliant. Your comments and getting involved has been fantastic. So I'm just going to allow you guys to please share, like, share and subscribe the show around um, and obviously catch up with it if you've missed this live. But Dan, if you could say top three, maybe, top three sports that you would give for the category of these sports need to be forever held in the lockbox of boring, what, what, what would they be? Uh, I'd say, I'd say golf, rugby, and then cricket third. Ooh, cricket, cricket. Uh, Chris, I don't. I'm not reading out that uh, comment you put there. Just, just uh, mate, I can't. I won't bring up i can only see half of it sorry chris but um chris what about you you can please in that you can do individually no, the three one. that i would go for i've actually mentioned uh bowls <laughs> oh that has a good mention that's a good one yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean that that just, yeah uh american football um which isn't football we know football is our version of the sport and dressage, you know, you, yeah. you, could pick, you could pick a load from um, the Olympics, but for me, what what is the point of dressage? Polo. At least with polo, they're trying to hit a ball into a net or whatever it is, but with dressage, yeah. they're just it's like problems for horses, isn't it? You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, and this is this is how it'll uh, will end the podcast here for this episode. Uh, for me, it's one that has been mentioned, and I only ever saw it in American Pie, which is probably why it just confused me. And I tried to figure it out, but it sounds like a really weird game, and it's got a really weird name for throwing it at a net with a stick. It sounds like air hockey, literally, because it's in the air. And that's lacrosse. Yeah. 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 It's just a sport that seems to go with the Americans so far, but as soon as it gets out into the big wide world of NFL, NHL, and all that, it's like, yeah. I was like, what's the point of it as a sport existing? Obviously, as well for me, yes, console-wise, I enjoy playing it. Um, golf is on there. And, yeah, 
having a third one is a bit difficult because I don't mind it. I would probably say snooker because unless it is uh, Tiddlywinks is here by Anthony, he he joins in golf. It's only because he doesn't understand the rules. Yeah, and that's just <laughs> Tiddlywinks. <laughs> I'd probably go with snooker for that. Again, I think certain sports you have to catch it right, and unfortunately, some some sports we've seen just refuse to move with the times. Um, okay, now we're being told Tiddlywinks is now my favourite top one, followed by very closely by Pogs. Oh, Pogs! They were collecting oh. more than playing Pogs. Tiddlywinks sounds like Pogs. a nursery. Well, if you're going to play, don't get your children playing Tiddlywinks. Isn't, isn't, isn't that what Dan did in the corner that time? Yes, but we didn't have that on camera, Chris. We can't use it as do, evidence. Do you remember that game you used to play at school? You used to sort of like, even with your dinner money, like whoever threw their, their money closest to the wall got everybody else's money. Hey, we still play that. We play that in Cornwall. Gemma will know about that. It's a game of curve. You all have a pound, you flick it, and whoever gets it's the closest, right, going over the curve, you get it all. I played it twice in my life, and I won. Both times I managed to, <laughs> to, to win it. So I recommend that game. If you're going to go down there and, and, and play a game, Kirby as well. Let's bring back Kirby. Let's make that Olympic sport. Oh, Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Come on. Nice. The Brits was really Kirby. <laughs> Ives <laughs> <laughs> has the what did they call it? Um, Pogs was that was that it? Yeah, yeah, Pogs. It's, it's the Pogs World Championship. Yeah, cheese rolling. Yeah, there you go. We've got cheese rolling, we've got Pogs, we've got Tiddlywinks, we've, the we've Pogs got Championship Kirby. sponsored by Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, basketball, ping pong, and curling gets thrown. We'll make our own Olympics, guys. After the show, we'll make the boring Olympics. Everybody will love it. They'll be wanting to watch the boring, then they'll, they'll love it. It's archery. great. We've not mentioned archery. What about archery? I didn't oh, wow. into that. No, just oh god, oh god. The standard again is lowered, and and I'm going to leave it on that shallow note. Also. Again, massive thank you. Bring on the Pogwheel Championship is a shout in the comments. <laughs> I think we've got, we've got a loving audience already for it. Next summer, sod the, sod the Euros. It's not football coming home. It's Poggies coming home. Pog and Kirby Championships coming we'll to all meet down there. Table. We'll all meet down there. <laughs> Apparently, you two love a game of ping pong. Who gets the paddle at the end, Dan? Is that the winner? Uh, we'll pass I asked for it. I asked for it before we start. <laughs> Jeez, me oh. up a bit. And we, you asked the question, Dan. There's your answer. Jen yeah, is a also from Gloucester and very proud, proud of her cheese rolling heritage. So there's your answer. When you, when you, when you put it in a sentence like that, it does actually sound quite rude. It does. <laughs> it does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. It does a little bit. But if you enjoy your cheese rolling, Gemma... As I said, there Kirby was ace. Olivia Manhunt, Manhunt was joys, the joys of a nineties kid. Well, Chris is a sixties kid and probably further back than that, but he knows the joys of it if you flip it upside down for him. Dan, you know, he's he's used to playing with bricks and gravel at Burnley, being the Burnley manager. Well, Chris was used to the days of people leaving the front door open and you can go in anybody's house. Well, our <laughs> version is playing knock a door run because every bugger dare open the door. <laughs> Burnley, Burnley is the, is the is the capital of the country for them. Burnley don't even have door. door open. All the all the women in Burnley have their back door open. 
What slags? <laughs> well, I never passed but we're not past that sort of shed clocking going on here. <laughs> anyway, I, I am gonna I am gonna leave it there, guys. We have we've run over the hour mark. I've really enjoyed it. Again, just quickly, thank you, massive thank you, Dan and Chris for coming on. Dan, time, quickly, just quickly, tell everybody again where they can find find you. Now we've finished talking, and and, and where can we find you on Twitter? Not location. We don't need GPS. Just on your Twitter and, and YouTube and Facebook, mate, and whatnot. Yeah, obviously, social media is mad. So all all social media accounts just to just tap Turf More House, and uh, you'll find us on there. Brilliant, mate. Uh, Chris. Same for you, mate. Just let everybody know where they can go and check out your content and stuff, um, mate. I'm in a car just sat outside Dan's house. Um, <laughs> it's, Le- it's Lester Till I Die um, or at Lester TID on Twitter or LTID TV on TikTok and Twitch. Well, there you go. He's all over Guys, the place. Whatever you do, make sure you get Brad. You know, he deserves this. Give him, yeah, the, the, give him the subs, give him the follows. Uh, not literally, don't stalk him, but uh, give him the support and let's get this channel moving. Cheers, cheers, guys. Thank you. Honestly, it's been amazing to get back to doing this. It's uh, been a really interesting one to, <laughs> to see that. And again, everybody's been absolutely amazing in the comments. Do you remember when you were younger, you could, um, I don't know if you ever bought ginger nuts and you were able to dunk them. I suppose it's called yeah, no, these that, days, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, they call that. They call that. Uh, is it capital punishment? They call it. So you can't do that, Stan, these days. So uh, yeah, but again, yeah, that, that's where you can check these guys out. And again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being amazing panels. It's always great to chat to you about yeah, anything, anything really. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, and and again, anybody who's watching this back and you haven't had the chance to join in live, do please like, share, and subscribe. And just remember, anything that anybody says, whether it's in the comments, whether it's it's on Facebook afterwards, whether it's live joining me here, no opinion is right or wrong because he wants to yawn. No opinion no, is right I'm wrong just in your wrong. private chat, Brad. Dan, I don't know really about the private Dan, chat. Uh, sorry, Brad, no, it's Dan. Yeah, there, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter what is said in these comments. It doesn't matter what I said live on here. Everybody also has their opinion and that's exactly what i'm here to do this channel for so just like the show is a matter of opinion but you know what's not a matter of opinion leaving the stream without hitting subscribe but until then thanks everybody cheers <laughs>